Okay, welcome to the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema. We're doing a interview series with directors of some of our films, and I am uh, John Fallon of the Indie Film NYC podcast. And I'm Craig Horsley, and we are uh, broadcasting from a Tea's Organic Coffee and Tea Cafe on Metropolitan Avenue in Kew Gardens. And right now we have Rick. If you'd like to introduce yourself, Rick. Hi, everybody. Uh, This is Rick Hamilton, and I wrote and directed Choices, which is a short film that played here at the Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema uh, yesterday in their comedy block. It's also coming up in a couple of other places, uh, Newark in September, Marquee on the Main in North Carolina, Norman, Oklahoma, also in September, and then we're actually going to be making our, uh, our Africa debut. Um, which I'm pretty excited about. Yeah, that's great. What, so, what, what country in Africa? Oh, uh, uh, Cameroon. Wow. Oh, very nice. <laughs> World, worldwide. Yes. So tell us a little bit about Choices. What, uh, what is Choices and uh, how did it come about? Uh, Choices is a serial comic uh, short film. It's about nine minutes long and it's essentially a, a silent. There is, is no dialogue in it. It's about a woman who uses chance to make every single decision in her life. She writes down two slips of, on a piece of paper, shuffles them up, and uses that to, to try to decide what she's going to do for the rest of the day. And what was the kind of the genesis for like why? That's an interesting way to go about someone's life. <laughs> Were you deciding on doing something like that yourself? I actually or? overheard a conversation. So someone was trying to figure out a grad school program to go into, and that was the advice that was given to her was, if you have the two, write them down, shuffle them. You'll either have your decision made for you, or when you open it, you'll know right then what you want it to be, like deep down inside. Mm. And she said, I have a friend who makes all of her decisions that way. And I was like, well, that's stupid. You can't make all of your decisions that way. Um, and so that's when I started playing with it. So you took that to the extreme. Yes, of yes, course. Because she makes some, uh, <laughs> some pretty extreme choices in the film. Uh, actually, I, uh, just as we normally do, I think a lot of people were told to write what you know. And so when it was starting, just in concept, it was a guy. And that's a story that really doesn't go anywhere. It was a neat idea, but essentially it was about a two-minute film, and it would have been in and out. And So I started thinking about other things to do, and so I've started trying to do this more often, is change the gender, change someone's age, uh, change their race, ability, and see where that could lead a story. Um, I think it both opens, opens up our stories more easily to the world that we live in, especially here in, in Queens, uh, is, so, is so diverse. Uh, so not just trying to put a diversity onto it, but exploring the world that we know and, and seeing where that's going to take us. So how does your process work? Are you writing a full script for that idea, or, or is it more like all in the outline phase where you're uh, kind of exploring these different... Uh, that was that was more in the outline phase, when I was kind of structuring and just seeing that there wasn't a place to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think it could, you know, even if once you're getting into the, the meat of it, mm-hmm. it could always open up more uh, doors, even if you're further along in the process. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I you know, as a filmmaker myself, I'm always interested in other people's process. You know, because the one thing about so many films out there is this more and more challenge as a filmmaker to make something unique. Right. You know? Well, and part of the issue is, um, you know, I'm a white cisgendered male. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of stories about us out there, and so right. kind of like my my story may or not may not be that interesting, but you know, the people that that are around me. Um, are fascinating, mm. so why not? Why not try to include more of those stories that don't often get told? Great. And so, uh, I guess logistically, how did? Uh, so this is not your first film. You've made a, a few other. Films I've made a before. few other shorts. Uh, this is my first couple were 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 quite short. Uh, two and four minutes each, shot on sixteen millimeters. So they d- have a d- have a different definite style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but last year, I had a psychological thriller that was uh, making the the film festival circuit, um, which is about fifteen minutes long. So it was a uh, uh, slightly, slightly longer short for sure. me. Substantial. 
Um, yeah. And then I'm working on one now, which is probably going to run about that, that length too. I'm mm -hmm. still in the editing process, but it's going to be, be about 14, 15 minutes. What, what, what was really interesting was this montage of all the different choices that she made during a day. And, and just a normal day, you would never think that you had hundreds of choices. And, and, and I was trying to figure out so how fast. to actually in incorporate that. That was, that was not in the original script. Um, and some people are, when they see it, don't realize that it is about a seven and a half page screenplay uh, for a nine minute short with no dialogue. So, so you kind of think, oh, we just went out on the street and started you know, filming stuff. Um, but if, shot per shot, it's, we're pretty close to what I had originally written, mm -hmm. except for that montage I, I added. We actually went back out and did some more because I was like, I need to get, as the pace picks up and we're really, she's really kind of flowing in her day, all the different kind of things that, that happen. And, and we literally choose, whether or not we really know it, so many different things. Right. Sure. And so that was something that you kind of had a bunch of footage in the can and you had it in front of yeah, you. Yeah, we almost had the full edit done at that point. And, and something um, was missing. And yeah, I was like, we need to we need to just ramp it up just a little bit more before it comes to that abrupt stop. Sure. A little awkward might be to be listening to someone talk about a film that they haven't seen. But about halfway through, the film re literally comes to a stop. And so we wanted to really heighten the energy right before that. Now, was that... I mean, because I, I think, you know, especially beginning filmmakers, maybe they, they, you know, they they have their vision, they have their script, they get get it all done, and then, but this is what it is, right? And so yeah. you realize that it's not quite what I thought it was would be, and so what's the process of like going back into the material and picking that up? Um, watching it over and over again, having other people watch it, mm -hmm. uh, that was really important too. And one thing that was so hard, there was a, there was a moment. For me, it's a scene, but you know, it's it was probably a probably ninety seconds mm -hmm. of of time where when she's going to when she's going about her morning and she goes to choose whether or not it's, she's going to take the elevator or the stairs, those papers are a little more crumpled, and it's because she'd been using them every day. And actually, in the original script, she she decides they're too crumpled, so she throws them away and writes them out new ones. Mm. So it's a it's just kind of show that this is something that's been going on for a long time. It's not just a, a today that she decided to do it. Right. And that it will be going on, that she'll be continuing past. So it was very important to me, right? It was it was right. absolutely essential to the film. The film would not work without that moment. Yeah. And um, the, the first part was starting to feel a little too long. Uh, it, it tests the limit of of someone's, I think, attention span because it really does kind of go in and out of her day has to stop in order for her to make each one of these decisions. And the right. music really highlights that. Like, the music tries to get going and it can't. It has to, like, wait for her. <laughs> and so it's like this whole moment of, of, like, breathing in the beginning. But um, it was just a little too long. And I was like, all right, well, I can always just put it back in because it's not going to work if I, if I take that moment out. Right. It works so well without it. I was like, of course, no. Well, so, so no, it's gone. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so sometimes you just have to decide, like, what's 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 working what isn't what do you what do you feel in your gut and then what are other people telling you right. when you're showing it to other people and everybody says i got it she's going about her day and i know what she's doing i'm like oh crap <laughs> <laughs> well i think we hear that sometimes you know like uh i think uh suicide squad for instance oh, big, yeah. big, you know yeah. blockbuster you know they they went into reshoots and it was a, oh my god the film's a disaster and all this stuff and it's like but sometimes you just can't tell when something if it's working or not. is working or not, yeah. and if it needs a little something until you... And on the other spectrum of Suicide Squad, but but similar Wonder Woman, right. which is this fantastically crafted film, sure. and you hear that they totally revamped like a good chunk right. of the ending on that one, and you're like, all right, so it doesn't mean it's in trouble. It just means right. that their vision wasn't... But And I think the point 
I'm trying to make for yeah. independent filmmakers is don't be afraid to look at what you have oh, right. and go back into it for a minute and and you know like if you've got to make a point somewhere you know it's worth it oh yeah to, oh to, absolutely because it brings your film to another level and it gets because if you hadn't done that you know maybe it doesn't resonate with the programmer when we're when we're screening for the festivals and things like that so. right or you might also be feeling it's missing like mm-hmm. you know the film stopped but it wasn't it hadn't picked up enough right. to go somewhere so yeah I, th- I think taking the time to even if like we had to go back out and shoot a little bit more Sure. Which can be horrible, especially of if you're course, working yeah. with them. Um, you yeah. know, other people, or you need to get the crew well, involved. There's logistics and, and money involved, and all that kind of thing. Yeah, but, you know, it shows your growth as an artist that you're able to, you know, evaluate what you've got. And uh, so I hope that's a lesson for other filmmakers that, you know, to to really take a good look at what what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, it was uh, definitely a lesson for me too. So <laughs> <laughs> to to be humble and know that hey, I'm not perfect the first time around. Oh, absolutely. And then yes. look and say, okay, you have to make a change and then get other people's input input too. Right. And say, okay, that's good. Well, to basically make choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> that's what it was. I wasn't sure if I was going to shoot more and so I wrote them down on a piece of paper. <laughs> uh, so and the film itself is uh you, you say that uh some of the folks are kind of uh Having trouble with the end, they you know they they want to know more about what's going. On. Tell us a little bit about kind of how the film answers the questions without shoving it in, in their yeah. faces and why um, you made that decision. We really we really hope that we have accomplished that by the time we get to about this halfway uh, point in the film that that the audience is um, uh, associating themselves with her so so well that they actually feel like they're in in the story and and they understand her world so so well that that they know what's going on mm-hmm. and the trick of that is that we don't actually know uh, she has these last two decisions and we actually never see what's on those two pieces of paper i think it says more about the viewer than the film mm-hmm. about what they're convinced are on those last two pieces of paper and sure. and many people have one idea but quite a few have another and then i've heard some some other options so it re- i'm really happy about that cuz that was one of the things going into it was i wanted i wanted such a clean slate with her that anything you decided about her you were deciding for yourself right and we we had to eliminate that that was just too vague we had to give some things um set her up as a character and somebody that you'd want to want to be with but when it gets to the end and and um uh, i don't i guess we can talk about the end sure. um yeah we don't have to give it away yeah, but yeah. We can uh but it really is about because uh the, the film to me is about the fact that people say this was the right choice this was the wrong choice the, the fact that we made a choice is really what's important right. because that shapes who we are they'll lead us down different paths but they've led us to where we are here now whatever what, we're doing and what makes this a good piece of art is that you're getting the folks to project into those choices and make those choices maybe for themselves yeah so yeah i think that's um so so so, so everybody has questions at the end right. and they want to know more and and i always try to figure out how to how to do the politician <laughs> deflect and and bridge so that sure. you know i'm not i'm not giving them what they what they want but right. i'm encouraging them to know that whatever really whatever they think is happening at the end is, is probably true because it's true for them. Right. Yeah, and some of our greatest films uh, that we're showing this week, you know, they really are. They're, they're conversation starters. They're, they're not necessarily spoon-fed answers, but, you know, 
good independent films make you want to talk about film. Yeah. I So somebody told me recently, they were like, so not only do you refuse to spoon feed your audiences, but you take the spoon and you bury it in the backyard and they have to go digging it up to find it first. <laughs> <laughs> I took it as a compliment. I don't know if it was supposed to be that way. <laughs> But it's a great conversation starter because at the end somebody could you could go with three four different people and they'd all have a different choice. Yeah, at the end. and then they just wind up actually talking it. about their own. It, it really does open up more about about people, and they wind up even talking about themselves more than the film, um, which to me is is fantastic. To have a silent film that makes people have a conversation is a great yeah. <laughs> great attribute. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And so, uh, what is your connection with uh, with Queen with Q Gardens? Uh, well, I've lived in Queens for over 20 years now, so I, I definitely consider it home. I lived in Astoria for about 11 years and going on 11 years in uh, Long Island City. Great. And so, so uh, when you found out that this that Kew Gardens was going to have a festival, how excited were you? I was really excited. Um, this was actually, uh, you know, being being kind of home-based, uh, Queens is huge, and so from Long Island City to, to, to Kew Gardens scopes, like we can't get further further apart. But it's so great out here, and um, you know all all the houses, the neighborhood. It's it's such a it's such a beautiful area. It's and it's still Queens. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, we <laughs> want to thank you for being part of the uh, inaugural year of the oh, absolutely. Kew Gardens Festival of Cinema, and uh, you know, looks like you're doing really well with your film. Uh, you know, we had a good screening here the other day. It was it was, was great. A really wonderful turnout. I think you guys are doing a great job for your first year. It's really it's really amazing that um it, it seems like you guys are are quite a well-oiled machine. I'm yeah, impressed. We're uh, we're good at uh, putting the veneer up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, continued success on these other festivals, and we look forward to uh, hearing more from you in the future. Awesome. Hear what great. your next movie is. Great. Oh, great. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.